Everyone, we have a great podcast lined up today. We get into the real Russian collusion story that involves Hillary, Podesta, and Mueller. For one, Mueller was the guy who personally delivered the uranium sample to the Russians, but we've got a lot more than that to discuss. But first, a couple quick words from our sponsors. And to be honest with you, the sponsor is me. And also remember, if you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube, that you can download our podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes to make for a more convenient listening, maybe later on while you're either working out or maybe in the car. You can search for Libertarian Advisor Podcast, or you can also find the links at libertarianadvisor.com in our podcast section. And soon we're going to have some pretty kick-ass shirts to add to the store. But in the meantime, any support is greatly appreciated because the only way to defeat the globalists and the fake news network is to expose them. And I want to reinvest the proceeds to expand my operation, hire video editors, hire social media personnel, bloggers, etc. to help us take this to the next level. And it's also, you know, a lot of work doing this with two little kids at home while running another business. And I greatly appreciate any support that we can get. And remember, you know, your contribution goes to help defeating the globalists. And now a quick word from our sponsors. Over the last nine years of my career as a financial planner, one common theme emerges amongst retirees. Tim, I wish I knew this information when I was starting out, because if I did, I would be in a much different place today. If you are a millennial or are close to one that you care about, please share millennialinvestorblog.com with them. Whether it's learning the differences between an IRA and Roth IRA or the importance of saving early, we've got them covered. We also have a place for them to open up their own retirement accounts for as little as $5,000. If they want our help, we'd be more than happy to assist them. But if they want to do it on their own, then that's fine too. Millennialinvestorblog.com, where millennials' future is our focus. If you are close to retirement or recently retired, you can't afford to miss this commercial. What if I told you one of the biggest dangers to running out of money in retirement was a risk you've never heard of before? If you've never heard of Sequence of Return Risk, please check out the trailer at SequenceOfReturnRisk.com. And remember, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. Benjamin Franklin. Hey everyone, it's Tim Pachot, the Libertarian Advisor, and just got a new uh, studio set up, so hopefully you guys can hear me okay. But yeah, what we have in store today is I wanted to talk about the obvious uh, Russian collusion that's going on, which is, uh, you know, obviously, you know, anyone who's been paying attention has a pulse knows that, you know, the fact that Trump is getting hit with all these Russian collusion narratives is, you know, absolutely, you know, crazy when really one you know, stops and thinks about all the uh, Russian collusion that's going in on the other side, particularly when you look at, you know, the links that uh, John Podesta has, Hillary Clinton has, and then Robert Mueller has to Russia. But, you know, this is something that I first started reporting on. And one of the first videos I made on was uh, over a year ago, October 11th, I posted something to YouTube where I, went, you know, basically went in depth with everything that, uh, that Sean Handy talked about last night. But let's go to a clip with Sean Handy. And hopefully you guys can hear this. Uh, again, this is, you know, the first time I'm using this uh, setup over here. So hopefully you guys can hear this. In the Hills, John Solomon and Circa News' Sarah Carter, there are brand new FBI documents that show the Russian nuclear industry officials kicked back millions and millions of dollars to the Clinton Foundation, all while Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State 
and helped approve the Uranium One deal, which gave Moscow, Russia, Vladimir Putin control of 20 percent of American uranium, the foundational materials for nuclear weapons. And tonight, they're also reporting the FBI now has evidence that Russia for years has been doing this. And they're reporting the FBI has evidence that literally they use bribery to gain control over America's uranium industry, all while the Obama administration did nothing. And the Clintons benefited to the tune of nearly $145 million. You want a real Russia collusion story? We've got it. Also, is Congress now going to do its job? Will they investigate these explosive reports immediately? Will the special counsel, Robert Mueller, start looking into this Russian plot to control American uranium? And is the left-wing... You know, what, I'm going to stop Sean right there because Robert Mueller is not going to look into this because you can even go to Snopes right now. Uh, so if you can type in Snopes, uh, Robert Mueller, uranium, even Snopes admit. So here's the uh, here's the headline. Did Hillary Clinton tell FBI's Mueller to deliver uranium to Russians in 2009 secret tarmac meeting? And uh, it's funny because this is what actually uh, Snopes goes on to say. It goes, hyper-partisan websites. Yeah, because we all know that Snopes is not uh, a hyper-partisan website. But hyper-partisan websites mischaracterize a State Department cable alerting the U.S. Embassy in Russia of a transfer of criminal evidence obtained in a sting operation. And then it says, you know, the claim is that then-Secretary of Clinton ordered then-FBI Director Robert Mueller to deliver highly enriched uranium to the Russians in a secret plane meeting in 2009. And Snopes says... Yeah, it's a mixture. Uh, yeah, and then it says, well, you know, what, what is true is that, you know, on behalf of the U.S. government, yeah, Robert Mueller delivered a sample of highly enriched uranium confiscated from smugglers in Russia to Russian authorities for a forensic examination in 2009. So now you have Sean Hannity saying, you know, will Robert Mueller investigate this? No, Robert Mueller is there to cover this up. Robert Mueller is there to, uh, to make sure that this doesn't get found out. Robert Mueller is there to make sure that all the evidence is, you know, conveniently deleted that all the hard drives are maybe uh, you know conveniently you know bleach bit or washed away so of course he's not going to do this and i'm really glad that sean handy is doing this you know several years ago you know back in you know probably like the uh, you know mid 2000s you know i didn't have you know a lot of love for sean handy but i do have to give credit where credit's due he's coming out with a lot more hardcore information but you know this is nothing new this is absolutely nothing new and this is a video i did october 11th first it starts off with hillary clinton you know, accusing uh, Trump of being a Russian agent, uh, you know, and having a bromance with uh, Pooty Poot. And this is even before the election even happened. And then I then get into the uh, Russian, uh, you know, bribery scandal. But here we go. Uh, again, this is from October 11th, 2016. So over a year ago. So I'm glad again, I'm glad Sean Hannity is doing this. But you know, this is not news probably to you guys. It's not news to, you know, anyone that voted for Trump. And, you know, it's glad that some of this stuff is finally starting to come out. But, you know, we need to keep hammering this. I hope you guys, you know, like this, share this comment, because, you know, that's the only way to get through this Facebook, uh, you know, gulag censorship. Uh, you know, if, if, if people don't like or comment or share, you know, this stuff doesn't get seen. So here we go. Again, this is from October 11th, 2016. Furthermore, has praised Putin. He seems to have this bizarre attraction to dictators, including Putin. He won't tell us where he owes $650 million a lot of rumors about that and <coughs> he has you know made it clear that um, he doesn't particularly care whether Putin and the intelligence services attack American institutions so <coughs> that's a I mean 
after hearing that, it almost sounds like Hillary is the conspiracy theorist because those are some pretty wild accusations that she. Which is funny because that's the exact same terminology that Sean Hannity used just the other day. Is making. But rule number one in the Clinton playbook is whatever you're doing, you need to accuse your opponent of doing the same thing. The prime example of this is that in the case of the Clinton Foundation, they received upwards of $145 million from donations that were connected to the energy, the Russian state energy conglomerate known as Uranium One and its shareholders. That's right. That was $145 million, which is a lot of coin. Now, in exchange, Hillary's State Department then okayed the transfer of 20% of the U.S.'s uranium supply. All right, and that kind of, you know, starts repeating stuff that I'm sure you guys have already heard by now. But, you know, for anyone thinking that, you know, Robert Mueller is there, and especially you see all the Democrats. I mean, the Democrats are, you know, absolutely giddy with the appointment of Robert Mueller because he is one of, you know, the classic they, them, those. He is, you know, a guy that's just there, a career guy to, you know, serve the interests of the deep state, to serve the interests of the power elite. I mean, he is, you know, one of the top people in the deep state. So if you think that he is there to clean things up and then that he's going to, you know, uh, you know, indict Hillary Clinton, because what we need to do is we need to have guys like Jeff Sessions get off his ass and actually do something because, you know, the only thing Jeff Sessions seems like he's, you know, concerned about right now is going after these low-level marijuana offenders, going after, you know, people who are legally growing marijuana in Colorado, which when I was up in uh, Aspen for the Nexus Earth conference, I actually met a guy who Jeff Sessions is personally going after right now who, you know, has a license is, is uh, growing marijuana legally and is still, uh, you know, in Colorado of all places, still getting harassed. What Jeff's, you know, if, if it's one thing, if Jeff Sessions wants to, you know, throw Hillary Clinton in jail, if he wants to go after, you know, all the all the many crimes that she's done, which are, you know, would be going on for, you know, two hours, even if I, uh, you know, spent like 30 seconds on each thing that she could probably be indicted on, probably be here all night. And I'm sure you guys know this, too. But if he wants to go after, you know, get hardcore and drain the swamp and and do what he was sent there to do and then go after all the low-level marijuana offenders, you know, go ahead. Be my guest. I won't really agree with it, but, you know... You know that you know the laws are on the books. Go ahead, follow the laws. But you know to go in there and act like a tough guy when you're your mid seventies, going after all these low level offenders. When we put you there to make sure Hillary Clinton winds up in jail, you know that is not what we did not put you there to go after all these low level offenders. Because what's going to happen is you know you're going to piss off a lot of people in the libertarian community. You're going to piss off some of the people who voted for for you uh, for you by you. I mean uh, President Trump. Because they hated Hillary Clinton so much and they thought that you represented something different. But if you then turn your back and then start going after, you know, people who are socially maybe a little bit more liberal. And again, you know, my whole thing is, you know, freedom's the answer. What's the question? Whereas on Democrats, it's government's the answer. What's the question? And the last thing I want is more laws. The last thing I want is the government to have, you know, more, you know, uh, you know, more reasons to be able to search my house, search my car, because, you know, they can just use that as, you know, the skeleton key to be able to get into anything. Like, oh, you know, we smelled marijuana so we can go in there and no knock raids and personal liberties. There's a whole lot of people, even even though I'll probably still end up voting for him again, and I'm sitting here with my Trump 2020 uh, cop and have him in the background. But as I can say, as someone that's in the libertarian movement, if the perception out there is that, you know, it's business as usual out there. And what we need is we need to have people like Jeff Sessions start getting more hardcore and we need him to start going after Hillary Clinton. I mean, why don't you talk to me, Jeff? You know, I came out with this October 11th of last year talking about all these connections. And then you've got connections with, uh, what's his name, Robert Mueller. And, and a lot of this stuff is stuff that I've already forgotten. I didn't go ahead and like really prep too much for this because I remember that there was a, uh, a firm, I think it was called Jewel and, uh, 
and it was connected directly to it was basically connected directly to Russian state-owned energy companies, directly connected to Putin. And I want to say it was something along the lines of $35 million. Now, this is not part of the $145 million that Sean Hannity is talking about. This is a separate $35 million that John Podesta never even disclosed. And it's just absolutely ridiculous because the number one thing in the Clinton playbook is you always accuse your enemies of exactly what you're doing. And you know, and to see this all going on. And there's other things that people don't even realize. And again, this is stuff that, you know, unfortunately, it's stuff that I've already really kind of forgotten about. But a lot of people aren't familiar that there was a company out there called Teneo. And what Teneo was doing is basically it was, you know, all the they, them, those, all the most powerful people, you know, in the world. I mean, not, not all of them, obviously, but, you know, you know, quite a few of them. We're talking, you know, former secretaries of state, former people on the Council of Foreign Relations, you know, high-level diplomats, you know, former, you know, treasury secretaries, you know, not only in America, but all across the world. And, and basically what it was, was you wanted to, uh, it was the for-profit version, basically, of the Clinton Foundation. And one of the guys that helped run the Clinton Foundation was also running this. And again, I can't remember the guy's name. I think it was Doug Band. I did a report on this in uh, January when I was on the radio, because uh, they were trying, one of the radio stations was trying to get Roger Stone on this. And they, uh, and this is actually when he was when Roger Stone was hit with a uh, I think it was a polonium attack and he couldn't be on the air so then they had to get me uh, and again this was back in January so it's been a while and I need to go back and rehash all this stuff but but to see you know the Clintons you know accusing people of doing things that they've been doing you know that's that's the number one playbook that they have and so you get all these people are saying you know how can you how can you possibly still want to vote for Trump even though even though all this Russian collusion. Well, what is the Russian collusion? Is the Russian collusion that they, you know, supposedly hacked the voting machines, which we know, you know, the people that were trying to hack the voting machines were actually uh, Jay Johnson at the Department of Homeland Security, and they tried hacking into the Georgian one over uh, 22 times. Uh, Is the Russian collusion hacking the election, you know, trying to say that, you know, they, they were somehow going in there and changing votes? Because I'm pretty sure the only way you can actually be elected in America is through something called the Electoral College. So what to do? You, you know, use some sort of mind control with maybe the harp system up in Alaska to then change people's brain frequencies to then, you know, switch their vote. You know, I don't think so. Is the Russian hacking, you know, that that there was a hundred thousand dollars of Facebook ads that were that reached about 10 million people. I reached uh, from a Facebook page that started and this is all thanks to you guys. So I don't want to say I is I did this because it's only because of people like you guys out there sharing my stuff that this information, you know, just a, another straw on the camel's back to help get this information information out there. But, you know, the week of the election, I reached over a million people. The day after election, I reached 800,000 people. And the, and the uh, you know, the month or two leading up to the election, I reached about 3 million people. So what I want to, what the point there is not, oh my God, look what I did. The point is, uh, I'm like 30, 40% of what the Russians supposedly did. So, you know, and am I, am I a Russian agent? You know, because I only spent about a thousand dollars on Facebook ads, putting them out into battleground states. And I was 30, 40% effective as the Russians. And on a per dollar per dollar basis, you know, I was 10 times more effective than that. And the fact of the matter is what, what you're going to spend a hundred thousand dollars. And then, you know, all of a sudden you're going to win an election. Hillary had billions of dollars. It came out in the WikiLeaks emails that Hillary, that, and that Hillary's people thought that Donald Trump was what they called a Pied Piper candidate. And what they meant by Pied Piper candidate was that he was this pie in the sky, had no chance of winning, and that he was somebody they needed to elevate along with uh, Dr. Ben Carson. So who do you have to blame, Democrats? You guys have yourselves to blame. You guys have yourselves to blame because you guys are the ones in all the fake news that's out there 
you guys are the ones who were, you know, elevating Donald Trump. You guys were the ones who were making sure that he was the one who got nonstop publicity. You guys are the ones who knew that, you know, Donald Trump would help out with the ratings. So the horse that you are put him on TV nonstop. And then people like me who, you know, didn't trust the Republicans, didn't trust, you know, the Democrats, you know, I don't even trust the Libertarian Party. I was at a dinner last night sitting, you know, uh, two places down from the head of the Libertarian Party. And when it comes to political parties, you know, there's nothing liberal about the Democrats. There's nothing conservative about the Republicans. And then the Libertarians, you know, basically they want, you know, to open it up to everybody except for actual Libertarians. So people have to stop thinking about things in terms of political parties. George Washington was never in a political party. George Washington ran by himself because these parties, and again, you know, sometimes Republicans get confused because guess what? I'm not talking about, you know, the average rank and file Republican that voted for Donald Trump. I'm talking about the swamp. And I and what we also need to know, and this is a term that I'm coining, you know, I've, I've, I, I haven't heard anybody else say it, is we need to get rid of the finos. Those are the people that are the freedom in name only. These are the people that want to, you know, wrap themselves in the flag, talk about how, you know, America they are, well, while they're in Congress, but then they're doing everything they can behind their backs because, you know, they know that people aren't paying attention. And luckily now, because of, you know, uh, you know, different bloggers that are out there, alternative media that's out there, you know, people are picking up on this pretty quick. And so if there's ever a great sign that's out there, it's that, you know, they can't hide. They can't hide because people like Matt Drudge, people like Mike Cernovich, people like Alex Jones, uh, people like all the other bloggers that are out there. And, and you know, and, and honestly, you know, Again, this isn't this isn't about me. It's you know I want to help encourage other people to do what I'm doing to help expose these people because it's not fun. You know, it's not fun. You know, always putting yourself out there. It is work uh, doing this type of stuff. But I mean, um, but just to see you know what's going on in this media narrative and to see the things that the Clintons have done that have been covered up are just astonishing. Here I'm looking at a cable right now, and this is on Snopes. I mean, is Snopes, you know, a right wing website? I mean, everybody knows Snopes is, you know, you know, basically, you know, uh, George Soros funded, you know, left wing, uh, you know, propaganda outlet. And Snopes has the actual cable is published a cable that that talks about Robert Mueller delivering the highly enriched stolen uranium back in 2009. And so now the guy who was the accomplice in this is now the one who's in charge of trying to frame Donald Trump and Trump up. I mean, no pun intended, any little thing they possibly can to make sure, uh, to make sure that they try to do everything they can to either stifle him or, you know, or, you know, make sure that he's always playing on defense. And Donald Trump has been very nice. Donald Trump was being very conciliatory. Donald Trump was making sure that, uh, that, that, you know, he was trying to be a unifier. He was trying to bring people together. And obviously, you know, there's different tweets and different things he said that, you know, could have been phrased better. And then the media takes those and makes it even worse than, you know, than the things he already said that were bad enough to begin with. But, uh, but no, it's just absolutely crazy, you know, that, that the Democrats get a free pass and everything. The Democrats are the ones who are doing things that are, you know, a thousand times worse than the Republicans. And again, I don't even like the Republicans. And then and, and I have a clip here where, and this has been taken down several times. I had it, uh, you know, I posted this, you know, multiple times and this has been taken down. And this is a former Senate president of Haiti, Bernard, I hope I pronounced this right, Sanskrit. And what he's talking about is how he was the, uh, he was personally bribed by uh, liaisons from Bill Clinton to uh, to make sure that the money from Haiti got stolen. So here's a little clip of that. Corruption in Haiti. And in 1991, I was elected senator of Haiti. 
the same year, Jean-Bertrand Aristide was elected president. In February of 1994, I became president of the Senate, and I had to deal with the Clinton invasion of Haiti. And I learned so much about the Clinton because I was working so much with the American intelligence at that time. Clinton wanted to buy me out. And I remember that I was hitting very hard on several fronts. Today Show, Good Morning America, and once I was in nightline with Senator Dole. And uh, to try to appease me, he, he sent me Bill Richardson, who was actually congressman at that time. And I spent four hours with Bill Richardson in my office in Port-au-Prince explaining to him how they should not invade Haiti and how this was a bad idea to return Aristide to power. And I even mentioned that President Reagan in 1986 had sent one airplane to pick up Duvalier. I said, that's the way to do it. You want to get rid of those generals? Send an airplane. I will help them into that airplane. So we spent four hours. I discussed it with Bill Richardson because I said to Bill, take the message back to President Clinton. I know you are here because he sent you. A week later, after my conversation with Bill Richardson, the American embassy called me, as it was often the case, and they said, President Clinton has a messenger for you. I said, send him over. He came, did not give me his name, but told me, Mr. Sensory, you join our movement. You side with Bill Clinton in this invasion and will make you the richest man in Haiti. I said, sir, tell President Clinton for me, Bernard Sensory is not for sale. I have principle and I love my country. A week later, by executive order, Clinton revoked my visa. I was then a resident of the United States. I am now a citizen of the United States. And again, that was a former uh, Senate president of Haiti talking about how uh, Bill Clinton had sent Bill Richardson, who was, uh, I think, a governor at the time, to basically bribe him and saying that he would make him the richest man in Haiti if he went along with all of his, you know, malfeasance and corruption. But uh, again, getting back to the Russian hacking, is the Russian hacking, you know, the whole WikiLeaks narrative? Because, you know, they've already proven that the documents were actually downloaded from, and I'm trying to see if I have a hard drive over here, you know, downloaded from USB internally. There's certain markings from the WikiLeaks documents that were proving that it wasn't, you know, sent through, uh, it, it wasn't from a hack. It was, you know, there's certain markings on it showing, you know, where it came from. It had the, in, at, at the time, again, this is stuff that I'm just going off memory here, but it had the people's names on it of the people who, uh, of the file that was downloaded from. And, and it, all the signs are pointing to Seth Rich. I mean, and then you've got, you know, other stories such as, you know, the Awan brothers. And, and, and again, I mean, for those who don't know the Awan brothers, it was these, you know, corrupt Pakistanis who, you know, were tied to the Muslim Brotherhood who were working for Debbie Wasserman Schultz. And then Debbie Wasserman Schultz freaked out so much that she actually, you know, threatened the D.C. chief of police and threatened to cut his funding if, she did, if they didn't return the laptop immediately. Because obviously, if you're going to threaten the, the chief of police on videotape, uh, you must have, you know, 
at that point, you've got to be all in because, you know, obviously you've got some pretty damning information on your laptop. So with the A1 brothers, interestingly enough, the A1 brothers were partying with Seth Rich the night that, uh, the night that he was murdered, shot in the back. So again, we've got, you know, all these different narratives for, you know, Russian hacking and they've all fallen flat in their face. We've had over, you know, over a year to go look at all this stuff. And then if the rush, if the election was hacked, who was the one in charge of the election? It was Obama's Department of Homeland Security that was in charge of the election. Trump had nothing to do with that. You know, I was, you know, uh, on the radio with with you know, two of the top election fraud experts in the country, John Brakey and uh, oh, I can't think of her name, but the lady who was in the documentary "Hacking Election," where she, where they and she was a Democrat and she was going over you know exactly what they do to hack these elections. And guess what? It's not coming from the Republicans; it's coming from the Democrats. And then it's also coming from you know uh, how many dead people voted, how many illegal immigrants voted. You know, it's just absolutely uh, absolutely ridiculous. And another thing I wanted to talk about was. You know, today I had a buddy from the Air Force who uh, flew in, had, hadn't seen him in a while, had, had lunch with him. And, you know, people like him, they're not allowed to have a voice. He's not allowed to be on a podcast with me. He's not allowed to do a Facebook Live with me because the people that are in the military, the people who are there defending our rights, they're not allowed to have a voice. And the other thing I want, and the last thing I'm going to mention, this is the last point, is, you know, getting back to the Clinton Foundation and how these foundations are run. You know, I am a financial advisor. Uh, right now, I'm looking at setting up this uh, cryptocurrency estate planning company, uh, being one of the first people to to nail that down. And when it comes to these estate estate planning techniques, you know, let's say somebody had uh, 15 million dollars or 55 years old, they can put them they can put their money into a charitable trust. Then, so let's say you have a highly uh, appreciated stock, highly appreciated business. You uh, put it into the charitable trust, and again, there's pros and cons to doing this because then you give up control of the asset, yada yada yada. Again, you know, I'm not saying go ahead and go on legal zoom and set this up yourself. You know, you definitely do not want to do that. So how this strategy works is you put in the $15 million, you're 55 years old, you're getting close to a $5 million tax deduction. Then the government's then allowing the money to then get paid to you for the rest of your life. So then you're going to at least take out 5% per year, 5% of uh, $15 million, three quarters of a million dollars. But then that's being offset by the close to $5 million tax deduction that you were given. And, and that's going to be, that deduction is going to be based upon the percentage you're taking out, your age, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so you're getting massive tax deductions up front. And then when you pass away, the money can then go to your uh, to your foundation tax-free. But with the Clintons, it was this pay for play where they had, I'm sure they're doing things like, like what I just mentioned. There's multiple different ways to get around that, multiple different ways to do extreme asset protection uh, that I am pretty dangerous in knowing how to do that stuff. Uh, which is why, you know, the Clintons wouldn't want people like me trying to expose what they were doing. Because when all these guys say they're giving away their money, like the Bill Gates or the, uh, you know, the Warren Buffett's of the world, they're really not. It's privatizing philanthropy. And honestly, if you know how to do it, it's a pretty smart strategy. And it's something that, you know, I'm trying to do for uh, some of the clients that I'm working with. And I do see uh, my wife just got home. So I want to make sure that I get to spend some time uh, with my daughters. But, you know, that's what I wanted to go over today. You know, the Russian hacking. You know, I'm very glad Sean Handy is covering this stuff. But again, 
None of this is brand new. None of this is news. And if you and if Sean Hannity, if you think that you know Robert Mueller is going to stop this, Robert Mueller was in on this. Robert Mueller is a party to this, and he is the swamp. He needs to be in jail. Hillary needs to be in jail. Podesta needs to be in jail. And and all and everyone that colluded with them, everyone that helped cover this up, they're all accomplices in the crime. They all need to go down. And we need to stop being on defense, and we need to start getting on offense because Trump is constantly being on defense uh, because they're hitting him seven ways a Sunday. You even have Chuck Schumer saying. You know, the military or sorry, not the military, the CIA, the deep state has, you know, seven ways of Sunday uh, to get back to you. So, you know, we need to get in the offense. We need to be the ones, you know, putting them on 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 the run instead of us being constantly on the run, because when we're on the run, you know, all we're doing is playing defense and you can't, you know, move the ball down the field if we're constantly on defense. But my uh, uh, got to help get my daughter in right now. Thank you very much for listening. And I hope to be doing uh, more of these. Thank you. One of the most important steps anyone can take in investing is figuring out how much risk they can handle. We use a tool called Riskalyze, which gives you a custom risk number between zero and 100, with 100 being the riskiest asset you could have in your portfolio and one being the least. In five minutes, we can tell you what your risk number is, and if you'd like, we can arrange to also tell you how much risk is in your portfolio, as well as what the hidden internal fees are, dividends are. This is incredibly valuable information you want to help prepare for your retirement. We know that not everyone who does this will become clients, but if you found this useful, please share this on your social media feeds. If you want to find out how much risk is in your portfolio, please email info at focalpointwealth.com or please call 480-771-PLAN or 7526. Thank you. Are you interested in learning more about your social security options? If so, we may have the perfect tool for you. You can get started by clicking on the banner ad above or the link below. From there, you simply enter your basic information and spouse information if that applies. Next, enter your full retirement age benefit amount. Then on the next screen, you can toggle your social security start date along with your spouses to see how that affects your cumulative lifetime benefits. Finally, at the end, you will be able to see how much money you're potentially leaving on the table with your current selection. And if you'd like to schedule a free consultation where we can take a deeper dive into your social security options using the more advanced version of this tool, please leave your contact info on the final screen along with the best time to contact you. If you get to the end and don't want to be contacted, that's fine too, but we hope that if you found value in this tool that you can share the page with a friend on your social media feeds to help spread the word. We appreciate you visiting our site and we hope to earn your business someday. And remember, at Focal Point Wealth Management, your future is our focus.